live, 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 live from three miles beyond nowhere, or is it before nowhere? Ugh. Uh, adjacent to nowhere. It's yet another Manic Monday edition of Business Pants featuring Lord of the BS, Matt Muscardi. Uh-huh. What do I am I officially crowned a lord? Do you have to get knighted or something? For those of you who don't know, that could be either Lord of Bullshit or Lord of Board Saber Metrics, our product. Um, let's go with bullshit. And today's more appropriate feedback called April twenty fourth. 4th, 2023, Sexy Story Updates, and what? What are you bringing today, Matt? What's your... I just have a little bit of board sabermetricsy data, don't, stats. Well, don't under- talk batting averages. Don't undersell it because we, we need to sell it to make money for our company. <laughs> yeah, that is correct. We do, we could use your money, please. You ready? Otherwise, we're all out of jobs. Come on, you ready? Play yeah, me let's, in. Let's play do me this in. Thing. Oh, oh, you give want me something. Me to, oh, get me juice favorite. Up. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Is that supposed to make us seem like we're using old school financial metrics and not new school financial metrics? Is that why you do that? That makes us seem like an old timey news show. Because what would what would an ESG transition sound like? That's uh probably like. Oh. <laughs> All right, no particular order. Here we go. Here are the stories over the weekend this morning. NBC Universal CEO Jeff Shell is stepping down following an inappropriate relationship with a colleague. He said, I had an inappropriate relationship with a woman in the company, which I deeply regret. I don't know. Do you even believe that? I doubt he deeply regrets it. I'm truly sorry I let my Comcast and NBC Universal colleagues down. Um, was it this? Was this a consensual relationship that he had with some woman in some part? I think. The- I think more and more we're finding the answer to that is yes, but I don't think companies like it anymore. Does Jeff Shell matter at all at this company? So the company that you're referring to is Comcast. Comcast is run by CEO Brian Roberts. Comcast is a family empire. Oh, his dad, Brian's dad, Ralph Roberts, I believe, started Comcast. Ralph. Yeah. So here's what Brian had to say: We built this company. He says we built this company. He's talking about his dad, right? (laughs) His dad, Daddy, built the company. We built this company on a culture of integrity. Really, it sounds like we built it on a culture of nepotism. Nothing is more important than how we treat each other. But I think this is a bunch of, this might be a bunch of bullshit, this comment, nothing is more important than how we treat each other. Because let me tell you this, Matt, as I told to you, Comcast is a family firm, right? Yeah. And he uh-huh. controls, he controls 72% of the influence according to our data, board saving metric That's data. correct. That's the right number. Despite only representing 10% of the board as far as bodies go. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So seven to seven x ratio. Yeah. But here's how we got there, and this is why I'm quibbling with the idea that we're all treating each other well here, is that he only owns about one percent of company shares. Okay. Okay. But yeah. this and but because of a dual class voting structure, where Class B shares, where he owns all the Class B shares, are entitled to fifteen votes per share, right? And, and and Class A common shares are entitled to. Point zero six three four votes per share. 
That's not even a laugh track. That's genuine laughter. I know that's real. That's <laughs> both us laugh. I mean, so what does he so mean? We, how is he? How are they treating each other? I don't understand. They, this. <laughs> treating each other, treating everyone else very poorly. Each other just doesn't include shareholders, uh, particularly minority okay, shareholders. Okay. But it, but that number point zero six three four. It's a beguiling number. It's not. Yeah, we try to do the math, Matt. It's not even one sixteenth. What is it? Did you figure it out? It is one. So for every. Fifteen point seven five shares that you own, you get one vote. That's what that is. I'm here to announce that if anyone steals CEO Brian Roberts of Comcast's phone, and I'm not telling you you should, but if you no, do, don't. I don't. I'm willing to wager that the pin is one five seven five. There's some kind of inside family joke here. I mean, there's there's no way it works out that perfectly without them all knowing like that's on. that's his favorite number. That was Ralph's like address when he was a boy where he started Comcast. Something like that, right? Yeah. Um, do you want my stat? Of course. I have a Comcast stat as long, for you. Only if it's proprietary data that we created here at Board Simulator Free Float. Okay. Are you ready for some proprietary board sabermetric yes, data? Yes. The highest batting average on Comcast board goes oh. to yeah, Naomi Bergman. Oh, this doesn't surprise me. So this is overall batting average. Overall, this is shares? overall batting average. Okay. okay. So when I say batting average, yeah, no one knows mean? what that means. I can't explain know. what I that means. Know. Okay. So we are including in the, the overall batting average just for an have a number four metrics okay mm -hmm. that is how they perform on earnings over their last five years on any board they've sat on how they perform on tsr right how they perform on carbon i was gonna say the earnings in tsr that does sounds like traditional manly excellent data points <laughs> that's correct right that so we're not correct so we're not manly. just measuring like fairy dust over here are we no, there's no fairy well, nothing, dust until I get to the last dust. metric. Yeah. The last metric's a little fairy dust, <laughs> okay. which is controversial business activity. Right. That would be poo-pooed by certain so, people named So David. controversial mm -hmm. business activity is just looking at how many times your company ends up in the news for heinous shit yeah. versus your industry peers. That's it. Um, but those are the four metrics in that overall batting average. And do you want to know why? So a 500 batting average is you are a boring old middle of the road okay. board member. So unlike in so this isn't about baseball batting average. So you're it's a little bit different, right? In baseball, it's a little bit different. If you hit 300, you're an all star. If you hit 250, you're probably average. But in our world, where it should be, 500 is average. That should be right. What it, that should we're, be. Average. We're basically saying like 50. You're 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 50 percent. You're the you're the middle. You're of the better pack. than 50 percent. All the other idiots. You are the you are better than fifty percent, worse than fifty percent. Right. You're the you are the middle idiot, middle okay? idiot, and that's relative to your board member peers. Idiot. She bats mm -hmm. overall a staggering five seventy three, which in our universe is actually really good. It's actually good. It makes yeah. her a starter. Mm -hmm. She's a starter. She's not an all star. She's not a hall of famer. Still. But, but she's also not a bench warmer or no. a rotation player. She's a solid more, starter. You More importantly, she's not below average. No, you put her, you know, you like you start her 80% of the season at third base and you're happy, right? <laughs> That's mm -hmm. the way that works. But here's the reason why she's interesting. Because okay. the reason why she's winning isn't actually the manly excellence 
Why is it manly? Why is excellence manly? You said manly. Well, I'm 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 borrowing from a former guest, Vivek Ramaswamy, who when we ah, okay. when we asked how he felt about more women being CEOs, he said he didn't care. <laughs> so maybe maybe <laughs> I'm insinuating that presidential nominee nominee Vivek Ramaswamy would say that. I'm joking, man. I'm being, I, well, I'm being I, a jerk. I just I I, I just want to make that joke. clear. I just want to make it clear. The excellence metrics. She was actually a team worst. Batting 289 at IBITA. Oh. Earnings. Uh-oh. 289. Okay. The rest of the t- the rest of the team at Comcast is a 507 average. Okay. okay. So she's like bad. But she has a team best in controversies at oh. 896. The reason why she's the best on this board is she hasn't been on the board long enough I was gonna guess to that. have but every single controversy right. that Comcast has been involved and, in. And that would also be the case for earnings, right? She missed out on some of the more robust Comcast earnings, I'm guessing. She did. She's also on the board of a company called Visteon, which is a Ford um, spinoff. They okay. do like car electronics. They have a $4 billion market cap. Um, she's better. She that board is better than Comcast okay. for a lot of things. Let's let's just say that. But that's the highest batting average goes to Naomi Bergman. You're batting. You're doing well. Well, I will say this about the Comcast board: they don't really care what women think, because oh. according to our data, they represent thirty uh, percent of all board roles, but hold six percent of all influence. Ooh, <laughs> including in that's that not is, great. Naomi's a part of that, of course. That's a that's not great. Anything else from Comcast? You want to move on? Let's move on. That's that that would be my uh, board sabermetrics batting average of the day. Are you gonna play yourself out of that, or can I just keep? Going? Uh, yeah. How about if I just do? Oh, I see that. I like. How about this? <laughs> how about this clever headline I just made up? Bed, bath, and beyond, <clears throat> and bankruptcy. Ooh. Um, no, no, I don't like that. No. Uh, Matt, you only have a couple days left to use your Bed Bath & Beyond coupons because they just filed for bankruptcy, and they put a limit on those coupons to tomorrow, which seems just as arbitrary <laughs> as the voting shares at Comcast. <laughs> well, why are they giving you until Tuesday? I don't really understand that. That they gave you any days. Like, they're basically going to sell everything. Everyone's going to go in with, like, 6,000 coupons and buy everything for a dollar. I wanted to give you a mini history lesson here at Bed Bath & Beyond using our data, oh. using board sabermetrics data. Oh, I was going to say I was bored up until no, you said I'm, our No, I'm data. always selling. I'm always softly selling here. Yeah, that's what I. That's how I think of you. Yeah. Okay, so in, 2000, in May 2019, CEO Stephen Tamaris was ousted by a group of activist investors who called for his resignation in a brutal 168-slide presentation. Okay. Ooh, 168 so, slides. Yeah, that was four years ago. At that time, the board did what the company did what most companies do when they're failing miserably is they find they look for women. They find women. Oh, oh, they brought in the cleanup crew. They brought in mom. Exactly. They brought in four directors representing half the board, four female directors. What? No, I'm serious. When the company was collapsing, that represented half the board, but it represented 78% of the influence. So they really wanted these women to turn around this company. The problem was is that they couldn't fully lead into women at this point because they they went with a male CEO that was former Target C- chief marketing officer Mark Tritton. Oh. So they they brought in the women to clean it up. They gave them a lot of influence on the board, but they didn't quite let women figure this out. And then uh, three years later, Mark Tritton stepped down because he's really screwed it all up. 
a few months after that, I don't know if you remember this CFO, Gustavo Arnold, he fell to his yeah. death. He fell off a building and died in September Yeah, yeah this last fall. And there you have it. That's the board sabermetrics history. The, hit, the history lesson being here is that if you're going to go in on women to fix your shit, let them let them have all kinds of leadership. Let them do the let them do it all. Company, let them do it all. And here's another yeah. problem. Okay, if you're gonna bring in a uh, like a female cleaner, if you're gonna bring mommy to the frat party that, where you destroyed the house that you rented and you mm -hmm. want mommy to clean it up, I I actually think there's a problem. All of the women on this board will be blamed. Will now be tagged. Yes, according to ESG metrics all over the world. As having sat on a board that went bankrupt. This is the famous glass cliff scenario. No, this is this is patently stupid and unfair to say that those women are in, even remotely responsible mm -hmm. because they were brought in as a cleanup crew. And sometimes, like if you knock a wall down, there's no way they can fix it that fast. They're not. You're lo you lose your deposit. Is my point? Yeah. Right? And the proof is in our data because, as we say over and over and over, women actually have far less influence, far less power than would suggest by their presence on the board. In this case, they overloaded them with power and influence. You, you never see this. So they, yeah, they, you, they basically handed them control. With the exception mm -hmm. of the one role that would actually control <laughs> the company, well, you know, which is the CEO. Oh, sure. Okay. If, if you put mm -hmm. the guy who went to the frat party and probably called mom yeah. in charge of the company to when it's time for cleanup. I mean, what did we expect? Do we expect a real cleanup or do we expect him to secretly call his friends back with a keg and say, don't wreck too much. We're trying to clean this place now. And then he magically leaves right before it fails. And it, and, and that's even with meme stockdom. I don't know. This, uh, this yeah. smells I didn't, even, I didn't even cover the the Ryan Cohen angle, the meme stalker, yeah. meme stalker. I just wanted to put a light on some of our data there. Uh, yeah, that's because you are an excellent salesman. Soft, sa soft sales. Soft sales. <laughs> Moving on, Mark Zuckerberg. This one's for us. This one's for me. Mark Zuckerberg oh. grilled. That's how I feel whenever you say Mark Zuckerberg. We don't talk about Mark as much as we used to. Elon really took over the mantle. No? That was a, I like that one. <laughs> Elon did take over the mantle, In fact, yes. Mark, Mark looks like a reasonable dude at this point. And that, when he's the adult in the room, we have to ask what room was. trouble. Mark Zuckerberg grilled by angry employees who asked why executives receive large bonuses during a year of layoffs and business turmoil. Look, I just like this story because it falls completely into our wheelhouse. So Zuck, who is on parental leave for the birth of his third child, he's been out for over a month. He hosted a call for employees who survived yet another round of layoffs. So 11,000 fired in November, 4,000 more now in April. Here we go. Here's the person who maybe works for FreeFlow asked, or they at least listen to FreeFlow. <laughs> or they're about to work for FreeFlow yeah. <laughs> when they get fired. <laughs> uh, this person says, why, uh, why do, why, asking why senior leadership received bonuses last year at a level of exceeds expectations while the company not only saw historic stock drop and enacted layoffs and blah, 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 blah. Wow. That's a, that seems like a very pointed, easy question. They, they looked at the proxy statement. That's what we do. Yeah, they read a thing. Yeah, Zuck explained that several in the Swiss in the C-suite, namely the new CFO, 
received good ratings because they stepped into new roles they haven't held before, expanded <laughs> scopes, wait, blah, blah, blah. Wait a minute, wait a minute. Yeah. Someone gives you a different role and then you're good at your job. All you have to exactly. do is change your title. He also argued that Meta's performance overall negatively impacted the executives, meaning a reduction to their bonus was already baked in. I mean, he's just trying oh, to... Oh, look at that. He's just trying to confuse people, I think, at this point. So Apple the, pie. The future free float employee said, employees change roles all the time with expanded scope and they don't automatically exceed expectations. <laughs> We are supposed to be outcome focused. How about this? What about this employee? Right? How about this person? Really, really well done. So, according to Meta's proxy statement for 2022, each member of the C suite received a bonus based on an individual performance multiplier, right? So, while an 85% multiplier would have shown they met expectations, all of the executives received a multiplier of either 125% or 165%, showing they are considered wow. to have far exceeded what was expected of them. So this wow. this employee is dead on. This is a perfect interpretation of the proxy statement. Wow, that's really great. But did Mark look into the camera during the call and say, you need to leave Pity City and get well, yourself, get, you need to get that money. Go out, get that job. Matt, he would have had the right because according to our board sabermetrics data, I put it into our machine here, it came out with the response, who cares? Blah, blah, blah. Right? Because this is Zuck's world anyway. He represents 11% of the directors and 79% of all the Yeah, power. okay. That, Nobody cares. This is, this is, Zuck's this is world. where yeah. this future free float employee clearly does not understand the nature of Mark Zuckerberg. <laughs> so true. Which is, you can ask me all the questions you want, Doesn't but matter. I pay whoever I want, however much I want, and no one can tell me otherwise. That's the way that works. Two more stories for today, April 24th, 2023. There's a big investigative piece on our one of our favorite DJs, one of our favorite CEOs, DJ D. Saul. DJ D. Saul, woo! That's Goldman Sachs CEO David Solomon. This investigative report is about his corporate jet use. This is yet another kind of nerdy ESG proxy kind of look. Uh, there's a lot to unpack in this article. This is a pretty big investigative piece, but let me just cut to the chase. Investors are increasingly uneasy with DJ Saul, and DJ Saul is increasingly on a private jet to the Bahamas. <laughs> Wait, is that the headline? That's, but a that, good that's one. what should be the headline. <laughs> I made it better for them. <laughs> uh, and here's why I point this out, because uh, this is the board sabermetrics angle. I'm mostly just here to tell you that we already predicted that DJ Saw was his demise. We already predicted his demise. Didn't we predict this for this year? I believe in our prediction show this year we yeah. said DJ Saw is that gets axed. And I'm not just and I don't when I say I'm predicting his demise, this is not this is just as a CEO, not as a DJ or human being. I'm not predicting anything <laughs> All right, nefarious. Just now we're that now that we're clear. Okay. Yeah. Okay. And here's it. how we know it, Matt, from our data. He, uh, despite the fact that he is CEO and chair, right? He only holds 16% of the influence on this board. This is wow. extraordinary little juice for a combined CEO chair. That's, that's, that's extraordinarily very, that's small. Bob Chapik low. Considering that you have two creepy directors sitting right by him, Lakshmi Mittal and Michelle Burns combined with 22%. Just those two alone, those two creeps. Staring down at him at every meeting, right? That's creeps, creeps might be hard. Well, creeps from his perspective because they have a combined more influence than he does. That's true, and it's worth saying that 
Bob Chapek at Disney, before he got axed, mm-hmm. had 17% of the influence. Okay, so there you go. Now we're talking about Saul has less influence than a man who got axed by his CFO for the the ex-White uh, Knight Bob Iger to come back. So who's Saul's White Knight? Who are they going to bring back? They can't bring back Lloyd well, Blankfein. If anything, you're, what you're setting up is maybe a future bo- boomerang CEO situation. Maybe DJ Diesel's let go this year, and then, but because there's still a power gap on this board, maybe he's the future boomerang CEO. When they let him go, do they let him go? Do they mention the private jets and the and the you know showing up a Lollapalooza, or do they do they just say like we just are not happy with your like you know stock performance and. I don't care as long as they mention us. I hope they mention our influencer data. Yeah, that would be correct. They absolutely should mention us all the time. Uh, And finally, more Bud Light, Dylan Mulvaney fallout. Really? This is still going? In fact, we we might even have more on this. We just got an email today, this morning, from Doug Cha. The great oh, Doug Oh, yeah, Chow. our man. Doug. The mighty Doug Chow. The mighty Doug. That's actually exactly what it is. <laughs> mighty Doug. Who is teasing us with some, maybe some, he wants to go a little deeper into the store, looking at the, the, the beverages industry. Let's get him on Wednesday. Let's have him, let's have him uh, join us Wednesday. Or, uh, or so here's the latest story on this. Alyssa Heinerscheid. That's a great name for someone who works at Anheuser-Busch, right? Heinerscheid? That makes me feel the way. <laughs> it she, feels like something bad's going to happen. She was Bud Light's vice president of marketing. Can you imagine that That there's a vice president of marketing for a shitty, watery beer? Isn't that crazy? Isn't that amazing I mean, to you? Of course, there's a vice president for everything. <laughs> okay. She has taken what they're calling a leave of absence. Aww. They're blaming it on the woman uh, who is the vice president of marketing. Yeah, see, there's more to this story. Okay, yeah, so you're right. So I guess she's the one responsible for mark for the marketing partnership with transgender TikTok star Dylan Mulvaney. They're replacing her with someone who sounds the very opposite of Alyssa Heinerscheid, and that would be someone who Vivek would probably call excellent. Someone named Todd Allen. Oh. <laughs> Two as as two two Todd white names Allen? two two first white names right there Todd <laughs> Allen. Uh, and I don't know if we covered this, but Anheuser Busch CEO Brendan Whitworth, with Whitworth said in a statement last week the company quote never intended to be part of a discussion that divides people. Although he did not directly refer to Mulvaney or the yeah, partnership. Yeah, we, we talked we last this? week. You were this. sick for a day, and we Thank talked God. about his not apology. Apology. Yeah. Uh, Alyssa Heinerscheid, who has worked for Bud Light since June 2022, said on a podcast, although not our podcast. Not this one. She said last year that she intended to evolve and elevate Bud Light, right? By having a campaign that's truly inclusive. So the company knew about this. That's good. They obviously hired her to do this. She said... That Bud Light was in a decline for a really long time and referred to the company's previous marketing tactics as fratty and out of touch. Whoa. Yeah. And so, did she mention that it tastes like swill? So did how she about, mention that? So how's this, Matt? Kid Rock gets mad at you 
and you let go of the woman who you knew was trying to replace the old horrible Freddy. Cl- I mean, what is this? Why Here's is she the leaving? Yeah, go Here's ahead, the problem. Me. The vice president of marketing is not the one who makes the marketing decisions. Okay. There is a chief marketing officer. There's a C-suite. A campaign, campaigns like this have to get vetted like across multiple levels. Mm-hmm. I cannot believe for one second that... Um, this CEO woman Brendan Whitworth by herself was like, mm-hmm. you know what we need to do? Get a trans influencer they, to yeah, s- s- shell for our company. They clearly knew what she was up to. Five other people. But a year ago, she was already talking about having more inclusive campaigns, right? They hired her. They for hired this, clearly. her for this. Yes. Then she did it. And now they're replacing her with a man with two white names. As In fact, yeah. In fact, Anheuser-Busch, I'm going to give you some, I, I don't know if I'm giving them credit, but according to our data, they actually, there is no female power gap on the board. It's basically 33%, 33%. So a third of the board are women and they represent a third of the influence, which again is unusual. So what I'm trying to say here is that this company, they know what they've been doing. They're trying to give women a voice. They hired her for this reason. They, they caved to an angry kid rock. Well, I have to retract because last week I Mm -hmm. sort of praised them for not apologizing. Okay. The headlines last week were about how it was a non-apology, right? Like, and it was from conservative media saying like, you know, like they're not apologizing for their going woke or whatever. And, and I was saying, yeah, nor should they like, what the fuck you use? uh, Like. Use one influencer over here. Like, am I supposed to be mad that you 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 like advertise at monster truck you know rallies? Who cares, right? Like, mm-hmm. I, I don't care. You advertise everywhere. That's what companies do. But I was celebrating the fact that they didn't apologize. Now it looks like this is the apology. The apology well, is force the woman yeah. who talked about who diversity you hired quietly. to do this. Yeah, who quietly you knew why you hired. that woman yeah. out. You asked her to do this. Yes. And then you quietly remove her and re- replace her with white name, white name. So here's my hope <laughs> that won't happen is that this is actually just a leave of absence and she'll be back because they really should be firing the person who hired her because, again, they know why they hired her. They need to be firing like they need to fire nobody. This campaign is not a problem. Get over it. Like, like, uh, let people buy cases of Bud Light and go out in their backyard and shoot it. Yeah, Fine. just stay away. But stay away from my backyard. Yeah, just <laughs> don't do it too close to our backyards. That's all we got. That was. What do you mean? That's all we got? It's still a lot. It's still a lot. That was like a short show for us. I know, but still a lot going on there. If you really slow down and think about it for once in your life, if you just no. slow down. <laughs> okay, you've already lost our listeners. That's Damian Rollins. I'm Matt Muscardi. We are Free Float. Buy board saber metrics. If you don't, you don't get batting averages. You don't Pe- get influence. You People are buying it, so you should really be a part of the revolution. Yeah, try to FOMO them. Your friends have already bought it. Where are you? Uh, until tomorrow's corporate theater tomorrow, right? Until tomorrow's corporate theater show. Sure, maybe. Goodbye. <laughs>